listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, Still Breathing. The wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, if you love this show, you can support this show. You just go to Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. And for those of you who don't have the time to sit through an entire broadcast, but you want to listen to it, you can listen to the podcast while you're driving now. You can go download at bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. And you can download the podcast right there so you can play it in the car when you're driving home or whatever is best for you guys. But check that out right there. Bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. My goodness, May 1st, 2023. Really? Really? I wasn't ready for May. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not ready for May. I'm not ready for half the year to be over. I just got wrapped up with 2022. Okay? Like, I'm just still catching up on the calendar changing to 2023. I'm like, oh, okay. 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 Calm down. We're almost there. <laughs> Don't worry, Brendan. 2022 just ended. We're fine. You got plenty of time. I look up. It's fucking May. Really? Am I the only one who's like angry at the calendar about this? I'm like, how can it be May? How can it be May? I'm not ready for it to be May. I'm going to be 41 next month. What the hell is happening here? That's yeah, horseshit. Fucking, it's just stupid. I went off the crazy train. I'm, I'm done. I'm good with this calendar crap. We need to add more hours in the day. Yeah, dude, it's already fucking, it's, we're almost halfway through this thing. This is insane. Anyway, I know, a third of the way so far, right? But I am excited to be here with you guys today. It is a Monday. I love a Monday. I'm a little scatterbrained on a Monday. It's not uh, uncommon for yours truly. What's going on with this fucking thing? Get out of there. No. There we go. A little scatterbrained on a Monday. It happens. What can I say? Uh, the good news is I have lots of fun stuff to talk about. We have a really incredible Dilly in the Wild edition today, too. You guys are going to enjoy it. I think there's a lot there. Got a recap, a little brief recap. I didn't grab all the photos I wanted of the concert. I grabbed some of them, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm losing. I might show you more pictures tomorrow. I grabbed some, and then I thought I had more on my thing, and I don't know. It's been that kind of a morning, right? Right? Yeah, I'm just running around doing shit, trying to get everything done for you guys. Uh, I do have a lot to talk about, though. It's been a crazy-ass week. Crazy-ass weekend, rather. And we've got a lot to discuss. We've got to talk about President Trump's betting odds for president. How are they doing? How, from, <laughs> how, are they, how have they improved since December? A little bit. They're doing a little better. I'd say he's, he's, they've gotten somewhat better. President Donnie J overseas today uh, visiting his properties for the first time in years. Very cool. We'll show some of that uh, on this show. I've got other news stories that are pretty, pretty fascinating. I've got some cultural stuff we got to discuss. Hey, Mo and his balls is here today. What's up, bro? Good to see you, man. You fucking, uh, this is my uh, missing in action memory. He's been busy as shit, just grinding, but nice to see you, dude. Glad to see you here. Hope everything's going good. Oh, Trout's in the house. What's up, Trout? Yeah, Trout's doing well. Trout just bought himself a new belt to go with his badass boots. He was asking my uh, thoughts on it. It's a good outfit, bro. You can wear that to any fine dining establishment. Feel good about it. 
Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so we're going to have a big show. We'll have a lot of fun. Uh, I'm still really impressed with what we've got for Dilly in the Wild. It'll be a good one. I just realized something else, too. I got to put my... <laughs> I did put my... Hold on. Nobody fucking move. Nobody move. Everybody just stay calm. I forgot to put my uh, my sponsor image thingy, my fucky fuck here for the very first sponsor. I normally have it on my set, and I just realized, I'm like, dude, where's my picture at? Did it get deleted? I swear to God, shit's getting deleted more and more on my, my fucking... Uh, my set now without me doing shit like i'm not doing anything no it can't be missing how did it have gotten deleted why why is it doing this to oh there it is <laughs> i might have to start wearing the glasses even when we're not doing the other thing because i can't see shit anymore my fucking vision is terrible anywho it's a big show for you guys it's a monday all right where do you get this thing rocking and rolling boy i pissed off a lot of people this weekend too and i didn't mean to but I, I just, it's what I do. It's just, it's how I roll. I never thought that my positions on, on uh, Ike Crowder were going to be a fucking controversial one. But apparently, there's a segment of, uh, of conservatives that, are, that really, really don't like their wife being able to leave the house unless they told her she can. What'd you, where were you? You know, you're not leaving anywhere. No, no. I love the idea that I, we need context to understand this. Multi-millionaire celebrity husband won't purchase car for wife so she can leave same douchebag that's defending himself as a massive control freak comes out on his show last week and says that it should be illegal illegal for a woman to divorce her husband in texas without his permission just in case just in case you wanted to understand it should be illegal. You shouldn't be able to leave me unless I give you permission to leave me. According to Ike Crowder. And uh, that's that's a solid... Uh, yeah, don't worry. There's people still caping for that guy. Sliding in my mentions. They're like, oh, you're just a pussy, bro. Yeah, it's, I'm the pussy, right? I'm the pussy because I, I won't fucking take my wife's car away and make it impossible for her to leave me unless I give her approval. Jesus, I don't know if I've ever seen somebody uh, with more little dick energy than Steven fucking Crowder, but there you go. Anyway, we'll talk about that a little bit on the show. Not a lot, not a lot. It's not really a main thing today, but I just thought it was funny that there was people out here. One of those people, I was a little shocked to see uh, some conservative voices taken up for this guy. It was bizarre watching them work through their own unresolved issues. Yeah, dude, awkward, bro. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Some of these guys had messy divorces, didn't know how to handle it, and now they're projecting all their shit onto this psychopath. Fucking, it's a bad look. But anyway, we'll talk about it on the show. All right. Good morning. Hello. We're just doing production work while we're sitting here. No worries. No worries. I forgot to do another thing. When I forget to do another thing, I have to grab the thing and then put it on the thing. So otherwise, it's all fucked up, and then I'll be stressed about it later. We don't want me stressing. That's not a good look. And there it is. See? Done. Easy. Wasn't even that hard to do. Just got to fix this little thing. Oh, a little bit of that. A little bit of this. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. May 1st, 2023. Had a uh, great weekend. Great fucking weekend, as you guys all know. I, I'm sure some of you saw on Twitter uh, what kind of a weekend we had. We kicked it off Friday night, courtesy of a Dilly 300 member who got us the most obnoxiously, incredibly, holy shit tickets uh, the three of us had ever had for a concert. That's right. Floor seats for myself, Randy, and Tiffy, and we got to go. I got to take the 20s 
to Janet Jackson and Ludacris in Atlanta at State Farm Arena, and it was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. We had so much fun. One, we all three agreed, probably one of the best concerts we had ever been to. We danced the entire time because the music was on point. And, uh, and I'm going to show a couple pictures in, the, in a little video, but I got to tell you something. So first and foremost, shout out to the Dilly 300 member who got us the tickets. Dude, super generous. We never would have been able to like afford those tickets otherwise. I mean, they were obscene, like super expensive. And, uh, and they were like, yeah, I just, <laughs> I wouldn't have bought them. But, uh, but they, these were very generous tickets given to us from somebody in the Dilly 300 who was able to make it happen and we danced all night and uh, I let the, the girls really cut loose they were drinking I, I was driving so I didn't have any drinks but I didn't need them uh, I didn't need them when you're out with women that are that beautiful and that much fun you don't need any alcohol like you already won like I showed up winning you know what I'm saying and so we showed up we got the we got them fed they were dressed to the nines they look absolutely stunning and uh, the concert itself was a blast and I gotta tell you you don't even have to be a fan of Ludacris or Janet Jackson to appreciate why this concert was such a home run. And I'm going to tell you a couple reasons why. And then we'll get into Dilly in the Wild and I'll show these. But first and foremost, there was no politics. Let me just start there. There was no politics. So because there was no politics, we three were able to just immerse ourselves into the experience. We were able to just have fun. And the other part that made it so cool was because both Ludacris and Janet Jackson did not include any politics in anything they were doing. The audience itself, which was probably, I would say, mid-30s to 60s, was able to 100% just enjoy the night with no bullshit. With, there was no bullshit, okay? And that's what made it so unique. For four hours, it was just the 90s again. Okay, it was just the 90s. It was just the year 2000, 2001 when Ludacris' first album had dropped. It was, it was just the late 80s when the Rhythm Nation tour was, was uh, lighting up across America and Janet Jackson was all the rage. It was really, really cool, you guys. Um, now, I don't know if they're going to do that. At, I don't know if it'll be the same experience for everybody you know, at every venue they do. All I can tell you, for one night, they absolutely knocked it out of the park from a... Uh, it, the way the the vibe was in the room, the vibe was completely. Uh, you would you could have like dropped me in there and and told me it was 1999 and I wouldn't have known any different. Like you could have just dropped me there and said the year is 1999 and Ludacris first album's about to drop and Janet Jackson, uh, she's on tour and here you go, Whoop! and it was awesome. Now the part that struck all three of us though was how far the culture has fallen. You don't even have to like rap or hip hop to realize what you've got today doesn't even touch what you had in the 90s. 30 years ago, that art form and that type of music had a very meaningful message and it was about the community and about what the people in those cities were living through. And you you had original thought people. You had people taking risks and, and saying things that were controversial. That's why it took off. And it was so stark, like compared to other concerts and shit I've seen from what was put out and what they did unapologetically in that era compared to now. And you realize, oh, my God, like 
it's not even just, oh, the music today is shit. It's all of it. It's all shit. The shows are all dog shit. The music is dog shit. The movies are dog shit. Um, you, you would have a hard time finding something that is not completely horse shit now. And I, we just were really, it was fun. It was a really fucking good pure time. That's what I would say. There was nothing attached to it. No political agendas. There was no angst. And everybody got to just disappear into an era that is gone. <laughs> the regulars always, why, why do super fans get weirded out over the weirdest shit? See the regulars, like, oh, fucking fuck rap. Like, I get it, dude. I get it, Grandpa. I understand. Like, I get it. You, you're never going to like it. It's totally fine. But I'm only 40. <laughs> so I grew up on that shit. I still have an appreciation for all kinds of music. They always pick the most inane, weird shit. It's like, I'll start making fun of something random, and then a certain segment of the audience is like, fuck, I got to make sure my opinion's heard. It's like, yeah, you do. For the last time. <laughs> like, okay. All right, good night, sweet prince. Like, fuck, dude, I grew up kind of ghetto. I don't know if you guys know this. Like, I didn't grow up probably how most of you guys did. Like, I think most of you, you know, actually, I have no fucking clue how you grew up, but I grew up, like, in a... Like, half my childhood, dude, was in downtown Sacramento going to school with... Like, I didn't have any white friends initially. Like, all of my friends were minorities. So, like, my cultural influence from, like, age 6 to, like, 13 is, like, all that. And then I moved to the country after that, around age 11, 12. And then my cultural influence uh, became a little more broadened, but... I think people forget who like who I actually am. I'm like, are you shitting me? Like, you think I got this way because I grew up all wholesome in a fucking good neighborhood? I mean, I eventually did, but my formative years, I was walking through the ghetto. <laughs> like, my first sports teams were a fucking ghetto as shit, and I loved it. So, yeah, I think people like they forget. They're like, uh, I gotta say something here. It's like you don't gotta say shit. Just shut up, Grandpa. Like, I get it. You have a different taste in music, and your parents probably hated your fucking long hair and your bullshit hippie music. I get it. It's all good. We all have that, right? We all fucking have that. So it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's going to be okay. You can have different opinions on music. It's totally fine. It's what you grow up with. It's, it's you know, it shapes your formative years. What are you going to do? All right. Um, dude, uh, this was... I got to tell you guys something. This is kind of fucking weirding me out. This isn't necessarily... How do I put this? I don't, I'm a little uncomfortable with what I have to say to you. I think we need to sit down and interview Megyn Kelly. Hear me out. Someone needs to find out Megyn Kelly, okay, had severe TDS for years. Trump derangement syndrome, Megyn Kelly. What happens when you have TDS? You chop your hair, you look fucking aged. You start having terrible opinions. People start revolting against your shows, right? She was losing her fucking marbles. The bitch was this close to shaving her fucking head and being done with it, going full Miley Cyrus. And then something weird happened a few years ago. Megyn Kelly slowly started becoming based again. She comes out last week, fuck you. I left my shows because I was wanting to be a mom. I was raising my children. Okay, I can respect that. Starts growing the hair out. What the fuck? Skin starts getting better. 
what the fuck is going on? Now we got Megyn Kelly out here rocking a red, quote, MAGA-style hat in uh, a poolside pic that says, make women female again. So, yeah. What the hell, dude? I... If you had told me five years ago that there was going to be a Megyn Kelly redemption tour, I'd have laughed in your face. I'd be like, nah, she lost her fucking mind. But something happened. And look at the end result. Look at the end result. It's right there in your face. Dude, she was looking beat a few years ago. And if she ever sees this clip, Megan, I don't, I, I'll shoot you 100, babe. You were looking wrecked a few years ago. Chopped her fucking hair off. Something that you always know a broad's on the verge of fucking losing her marbles when she takes beautiful hair and lops it down to the fucking scalp. She was getting pretty close. She, she like lopped the, the fucking hair off. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's a fucking red flag if I ever saw one. Whoop. There goes the hair. There goes her shows. Fired, canceled, fired, whatever's going on. But dude, look at her now. She starts slowly. Hey, I raised my kids. Fuck you. Hey, I think, you know what? Maybe this Trump guy's not as bad as I thought slowly starts getting more based. I don't know, dude. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys to start listening to her. I haven't sat through a show or anything, but I'm just saying we should probably interview her and find out how she cured that shit. TDS is real, but if you can heal from it, that's a good thing, right? Like, if you can heal from that, that's a good thing, is my opinion. I'm just saying, like, you, if you can come back, you've stared into the depths of that deranged hell and you can come back from the ledge, God bless her. You know, because here's the thing. Jebba can't be Megyn Kelly, right? Because Megyn Kelly started attractive and ended up going nuts and then is trying to go back to the other side. Jebba has always been fat and ugly. So starting fat and ugly with a shitty disposition, the only thing she could really hope for do is lose some weight and fix her attitude and maybe it'll affect other things but i don't have a lot of faith i'm convinced that a portion of like legit like happiness when it comes to women of a certain oh no that's not true pretty much women in general one being maternal is a great thing for the soul for females it feels good you get to be mom even if you're not like a, a biological mom maybe you just get to mom something or someone right getting to take care of somebody or a man you got a man you have to fucking be a little maternal with them you're trying to cook them food and make them feel special that shit's good for a woman and then also get your back blown out by a dude who absolutely knows how to handle business is another part of that so it's like maternal sweet black back blown out by some stud right like that's part of it is like having that love and that passion is good for you and then maybe not being in a liberal setting either. I think that people who hang out in liberal settings too frequently around liberals, I think that shit is like uh, contagious. I think it gets into your fucking noodle and it starts like, meh, meh. It starts just, I think it starts to fuck with you. This is my opinion. I think it starts to fuck with you and then you're like, and then you just end up TDS, full-blown TDS. So I think that's, these are all good things. Like you should be, have lots of love. You should give lots of love. And then you should be very patriotic. And, it, it, and then stay away from liberals. I'm not saying you have to stay away from liberals forever. I'm just saying like, until they start regaining sanity, you should stay away from them. They're dangerous. That's my opinion. But Megan Kelly's doing something right. So good for you, Megan. President Donnie J also doing something right as he travels abroad 
Uh, I believe he's in Scott. Is he in Scotland today? He's in Scotland doing the damn thing, which I thought was just really cool. Watch. That's <laughs> so cool. Ah, we love it. It never gets old. Seeing President Trump do it. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, Trump International Scotland. That is so cool. We just let it run. Just let it run. We love seeing Donnie J driving through the countryside. Look at this. Look at this. Scotland going full tilt for, tr for uh, President Trump. the man that's the man also i'm looking at my chat and i am being told that may 13th des moines iowa is hosting a trump rally what yo you need to go want to know why want to know why you need to go do you want to know why you should travel from other states if you're like next door to iowa let me tell you why. Because President Trump booked that event the same weekend that Meatball DeSantis is there. Meatball DeSantis is going to be in Des Moines, Iowa, the same fucking day. And that's why you need, if you can get to that rally, you need to get to that rally. If you are near that state, drive on down, take a road trip. May 13th, Donnie J. Oh, this is going to hurt. He's going gonna, gonna to hurt. Meatball's about to get bodied. President Trump should just follow that cunt all over America. Although he'd never end up to go, get, never get to go back home because DeSantis is never in Florida anymore. Just follow him across the country, Trump. Every time he's booking an event, just book the building next door. Every fucking single time, please. I think it's the, this one be, might be one of my favorite uh campaign strategies i've ever seen if we do it just all you do is find out his schedule and you go i'll be there and then insist on booking the venue next door every time over and over and over and over again will i be going probably not I, if it was closer but i don't i don't know i'm in georgia i don't think i'm anywhere even close to iowa i have no clue on how, what kind of a drive is that like 15 hours 20 hours how far is iowa from georgia i don't know i i have no idea Oh, it's Mother's Day on the 14th? Perfect. Take your mom. Take your mom. That It's perfect. That's a great... Is there a better Mother's Day gift than a Trump rally? I don't think so. It's a 12-hour drive? Yeah, I'm not doing a 12-hour drive. I, if you would have said like five or six, I would have considered it. 12? Not a fucking chance. I'm not doing that right now. Are you kidding me? Yeah, not... Nah, see, you got to be reasonable. You got to be reasonable. I'm not, trying, I'm not asking anybody to go 12 hours. That's too far. Okay? Unless you've got free, like, free time. Okay? But I am saying if you're near Iowa, you're going to love it. It's going to be a blast. You're going to love it. You're going to go. You're going to have a blast. Do it. Yeah, I'll do 12-hour I'll do drives for certain things. Um, 
I can't do Iowa 12 hours. That's, that's not something I can pull off. Not at all. D.C., maybe I could, but not Iowa. That's too far. 881 miles for you? Yeah, I ain't fucking doing that. <laughs> no way. I couldn't pull it off. I couldn't logistically pull it off. But if you're, what I'm saying, if you're near it, if you're within four hours, why not? That's an afternoon. You know what I mean? Head on out. Maybe you get a room for one night. You head back. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Oh, it's going to be lit, though. Trump in Iowa the same weekend that fucking meatballs there? That is hilarious. All right, speaking of, President Trump had some things to say about DeSantis this weekend. <laughs> I love him. Donnie J just put the fucking smack down on Meatball all weekend long. And why not, dude? You should be. That guy sucks. I couldn't care less if Rob DeSantis runs, but the problem is the bill he is about to sign, which allows him to run without resigning from being governor, totally weakens election integrity in Florida. Instead of getting tough and doing what the people want, which is same-day voting, voter ID, proof of citizenship, paper ballots, hand count, etc., this bill guts everything. It will allow dirty voter rolls to get dirtier, weakens transparency, and is a total mess. It's simple. All we want is a free and fair election and an honest count. So... In case you didn't already hate DeSantis enough, let me give you more reason. Not only are they changing the election law in his state specifically so that he can run, they're changing laws that will make it harder for legitimate winners to actually win because they're making it easier for cheaters to ruin uh, elections. Imagine being such a self-absorbed rhino cunt that it's not enough that you're changing the law so that you can run because right now it's against the law. Like you're, it's bad enough. You're changing a law just for you, but you also have to fuck up the election system that took all those years in Florida to get, to get fixed in the first place. Like imagine being that guy. Imagine trying to convince people that you are like some type of America first patriot while you weaken election laws simply to, uh, so that you can get what you want, which is the freedom to run. That's scum. That's totally scum. That's a scum move. DeSantis should never get your vote, ever. Not now, not ever. I can't wait to fucking basically campaign against this guy for the rest of his entire career. I don't care what he does. I don't care if he drops down into local elections and he wants to be the fucking dog catcher. I'm going to make sure that nobody will vote for him for that either. Meatball should never get your vote ever again uh, the rest of his career. This is from yesterday. We'll be leaving for Scotland and Ireland soon, which he did, in order to see and inspect my great properties there. The golf courses and hotels are among the greatest in the world. Turnberry and Aberdeen in Scotland and Dunebeg in Ireland. We'll be meeting with many wonderful friends and cutting a ribbon for a new and spectacular second course in Aberdeen. Very exciting, despite the fact that it is Make America Great Again that is on my mind. In fact, America will be greater than ever before. True. Donnie J. Doing the damn thing. He still wasn't done. He had more things to say about DeSantis. <laughs> oh, my God. DeSantis had a failed campaign when he was running for governor. He was ready to drop out. was way behind. Then I endorsed him, and he went big league, but artificially up. 
The real DeSanctus, however, is the guy we are all watching crash and burn. A really bad politician. Enjoy the trip, Ron. Fucking Donnie J. That's a body and a half on that one. Enjoy the trip, Ron. Yee. That's going to leave a mark. Hey, don't worry. Enjoy the trip, Ron. Good times. are fools for that one. Oh my god you know what's really fun about this one too is they team meatball will tell you that the incessant memeing of their shitty candidate is having no effect they'll say it's so pathetic that you make uh songs that are catchy from an era when most voters remember those songs but you swap them out for new lyrics making fun of our meatball candidate and you think that that's going to make a difference and then and then cumulatively, two, three, four, five million views later, they're like, it still isn't making a difference. And you're like, how come you're down 40 points in the poll in the like six months? They're like, it has nothing to do with this. You're like, okay, so this is probably not working, right? They're like, yeah, it's definitely not working. Please stop doing it. And then you're like, I think we're going to do like three more. This is really where we're at with this. They, they don't even understand What's funny is Cruise Crew, a.k.a. Team Meatball, a.k.a. Rhinos, a.k.a. Jeb Bush Crew, they have never understood 
what the new new Republican Party stands for or what they like. And so they can't get a grasp on or fight back against what we're doing. So they just continue to like piss themselves and scream like like if you have to yell at somebody that they're not popular while their videos get like thousands and thousands of plays and sometimes millions, you're probably not making good arguments. You understand? You're like, this doesn't even change anybody's mind. It's like, okay, maybe the first one didn't, but when you put them all together, all 50 of them, and all fucking 20 million views, it starts to chip away a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it starts to, maybe you're like, dude, maybe I need to reconsider my thoughts on this whole thing, because this is a very compelling argument. But they just stand, oh, it doesn't matter, man. Doesn't matter, dude. It's not making a lick of difference. Nobody cares about this stuff. It's like, yeah, I think they do. I think they do care. Anyway, we're not done with these guys. We got more for them. Oh, what's this? What's this? Is this another song? What are, we, what are we playing? Oh, boy. Oh, come on. Not another meatball. That's messed up. These don't work. Stop making them. These don't work. It's not changing minds. They don't work. They don't actually. They don't actually affect voters at all. I'm sure it's it's just if you could listen to the team meatball, stop doing those, you guys, because they're not. They don't work, and no one cares. Hey, uh, I guess Kaylee is no longer speaking so favorably about desanctimonious now that his poll uh, polls are shot. People got really upset about this. So Kaylee McEnany, who essentially uh, has been. She, she turned her back on Trump. She did. She sold out. And then she realized, uh-oh, I picked a loser. And now she's like trying to figure out how to get herself back on the Trump train. But Donnie J ain't having it. You're done, honey. You are, you are cooked. You made one too many dumb fucking rhino statements. And you showed your butt to the whole country. And now nobody wants to fuck with you. All right? Nobody wants any part of this at all. You signed up for what you're getting. And what you, what you signed up for was for somebody who's getting the worst publicity I have ever seen in my life. Now, Team Trump put out a little thing this weekend and was like, wow, DeSantis, uh, you know, have you ever seen somebody get worse uh, press than Ron DeSantis? And, and you can't say that, you know, it's not true because it's, it, it's everywhere. Over the weekend, you guys, this one was brutal. Rob DeSantis was in the UK and uh, DeSantis critics gloat over, quote, brutal reviews of UK trip 
The way it was described was horrendous, low wattage, bored. The Florida governor and his wife traveled this week to Israel, Japan, Korea, and the UK on an economic trade mission. They said that the UK people were like falling asleep during this guy's presentation. Said he was absolutely horrendous. Horrendous. And here's where it gets a little awkward, okay? It gets awkward because some of the news coming out about that trip, the effects of it is is painful. Um, like I said, the headlines are bad, but then you got to try and return home to the States. And how do you come back to America after you had a horrendous trip in Japan where you started having a convulsion because somebody asked you about failing poll numbers? Then you went to Israel and wore a yarmulke that had DeSantis 24 on it, allegedly. And then you get back to the United States of America and the fucking first headline you see is this one. I have a micro penis. This is how I break the news to sexual partners. This is just, this might be the worst week of headlines I've ever seen one person get. I've never seen somebody where you, you show up and you're like, okay, they think I'm boring. I'm getting booed. I'm getting my numbers just cratered while I'm abroad. And then you get home and there's a story about your micro penis. That's just not right. That's not fair, okay? I mean, who? this is adding insult to injury, okay? Yeah, it's just it's brutal. I mean, just really brutal. But Rob DeSantis will overcome, guys. Don't worry. He's got the Jeb Bush energy behind him. <laughs> He's Rob DeSantis. I got Jeb Bush vibes, everybody. Yeah, dude. Yeah, good luck. Your, your headlines are atrocious. What's the result of something like that? Let me show you. Here's what happens when you have terrible campaign people with a shitty message pushing a terrible candidate. 2024 GOP primary betting odds. December 15th, DeSantis was at 52%. Trump was at 20 Only 45 days later, Trump was at 40% and DeSantis was at 36 Add another 60 days, Trump's at 62%. DeSantis is at 22. So I'm no mathematician wizard, but I'd say by 4th of July, DeSantis will be easily into the teens and Donnie J will probably be into the 70s. These are the betting odds for, just so we're clear, the people who don't lose money betting, this is what they're saying the odds are right now. Okay? Like people who make a living, make a fortune, uh, taking other people's money on shitty bets, this is how they're fucking, they're putting this right now. Yikes. Meatballs going down. Down, down, down. That is so fucking pathetic. Why did this guy try to run? I, I mean, we know why, but God damn, is it sh it's stunning. It is absolutely stunning. It's almost as stunning as this beauty. This is a fun one. I saw this meme over the weekend. It was starting to make the rounds. And uh, you know what? This tweet. I, it had tears come out of my face. Been enjoying this podcast. Great takes from Ashley, Rachel, Gorlock the Destroyer, and Tiffany. <laughs> Gorlock the Destroyer. Can you guys guess which one isn't an actual woman? Does anybody want to try and guess which one is not a girl? And do we, uh, like anybody here, do any of you guys... 
have the courage to guess which one of these has a penis. Huh? Gorlock the Destroyer. <laughs> Sitting between Brittany and Tiffany. <laughs> yes, uh. Doubt you guys. Don't be cruel. Okay? Don't be mean. That's a. She's just as much a woman as any woman watching this show right now, according to modern 2023 standards. Hey, girls. You know, I just think it's really unfair. Dude, there's so much wrong with this. So much wrong with this. But don't worry. When your culture is being shaped by degenerates, this is what happens. One such degenerate heading into court this morning is the president of the United States son, Hunter Biden, who is uh, in court this morning pleading with a judge to reduce his uh, compensation, uh, child support payments, to London Roberts, uh, mostly because he doesn't want anything to do with the baby, Joe denies the baby even existing, and Hunter doesn't want to give the baby or mom a lot of money anymore. So... This is what happens. You end up with cultural rot when degenerates are able to lead the country. And right now, a legitimate degenerate is leading America. He's guiding this country off a fucking cliff. And you might wonder, well, is he doing it on purpose? Part of me thinks yes, but then sometimes videos come out that make you realize this motherfucker doesn't know what's going on. gotta survive that for 18 more months 18 more months for those of you who have loved ones that suffered from severe dementia how 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 long is 18 months in dementia years once your family members got to a certain point how fast was that they're gonna try and get him to hold on for 18 more months I'll bet you the last four months of his presidency, we might see a handful of photos of this guy. Like, I don't even know if you're going to get pictures in actual real video. I bet they're filming as much as they can right now just to be able to release that shit in the final four months of that fraudulent campaign to say he's alive. A year and a half? <sighs> Bro, give me a fucking break. Give me a break. But don't worry. He's not the only degenerate who's under the microscope this morning. Especially if you uh, woke up this morning and you saw the New York Post front cover. Epstein shocker. Perv scheduled meetings with the current CIA chief, Obama counsel, after child sex conviction. There you go. There you go. 
Epstein is the gift that keeps on giving to these fucking people. Insane, dude. Insane. By contrast, President Donnie J looking absolutely dapper. Sharp as ever. He's doing the damn thing. He's doing it. You know what? He's always been doing it. I know you guys really have been enjoying these throwback videos of President Trump, so California got you a killer one. It is part two of the Phil Donahue show interview from 1987. Enjoy. Never at Lit Club? Call me anything. Don't call me huh? hypocrite. I've yes. never been to Lake Club. Uh, but uh, but I, I'd be proud to be there someday. Okay. This is not a... I don't Good mean... Place. Fine. You meet... Uh, <laughs> Now they won't. Who is this guy, Trump? He's 27 years old. The guy says, you know, we don't, uh, it's, you know. Uh, so he, he calls the president. He gets them to have a drink with him. They go to 21, and these guys are drinking. Now, I just wasn't used to that. You say, listen, fellas, I got to go home. They say, nah, let's have one more. Now, I wasn't used to that, you say. I have a father who's always been a rock, very straight and very solid. I believe that. My father would come home every night at 7, have his dinner, read the newspaper, watch the news, and that was that. Swedish. Swede? Yes, Swedish, German, a lot of, a lot of different things. His, mostly, his, mostly good, right? Well, and his, uh, his... And good, strong guy, yes. Good, solid man. And his father probably plowed his rows straight or whatever they... Very smart. His parents. Yeah. Right. And I'm as much of a rock as my father. This was a totally different world. I remember wondering if every successful person in Manhattan was a big drinker. I figured if that was the case, I was going to have a big advantage. Uh, the guys almost passed out, and you helped them home, and you got in the club. I got in. Later on, I got in, yes. Yeah. You're a rock. You don't drink at all. Well, when I say rock, I mean, I think, I think of myself as being a solid guy. Uh, you have different definitions of people nowadays. You have the word flake. You have people that are strong, people that aren't strong, and everyone is fine. I'm just saying that I would say that I'm rather solid, and I'm, I'm proud of that. Mm -hmm. So I was a little, when I came into Manhattan at first, I saw people that were not of the same ilk, in the sense that in, in certain instances, they just weren't what I grew up with, in terms of a very strong father figure, a very wonderful mother figure, and I was seeing different kinds of people, and it was interesting to me, but I thought I might have an advantage. Uh-huh. Uh... You drink then a white wine to be while you're staying. I really don't drink at all. You don't I, drink at all. I don't. You know, I don't drink for a lot of reasons. I don't like what it does to people. I figure it can't be good, and I just don't really enjoy the taste. Perhaps most importantly, but I don't like it. I've seen so many people over the years that I had great respect for, and then would go out and I'd see them totally lose control, and all of a sudden I say, why would a person subject themselves to that? I mean, I've had people who I have tremendous respect for, and then you go out to dinner and you have to literally carry them from the, from the table to their house. Not a good thing. No, no I don't we like are it. Agreed. I don't like it. Um, Mike Wallace called this to your attention during the 60-minute piece on you. You're always dressed up. I mean, at the poolside in your Greenwich home, and the Sunday afternoon you come up with the silk tie, and that's just who you are, huh? It's just, I don't know, I tend to be formal. I like being formal somehow, and I'm not always dressed up. On a Sunday, I'm not dressed up, and on a Saturday, depending on what I'm doing. But generally, I tend to be doing business, and usually for business, I feel that you should be sort of attired a certain way. And I've, I've always been somewhat formal in that regard. Right. I'd rather be a little bit too formal than not formal enough. Uh -huh. You're... Um 
I bet you you pick up your socks and your underwear too, don't you? Or do you? I don't know. Uh, I never gave it much thought, but I guess I do now that I think. You deposit them in the appropriate. Put them, put them wherever they go. Uh, now, did 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 the New York Military Academy do that for you, or were you always like that? I think, and maybe this is a part of the book and what's happening. I think that people tend to be what they are. If a person's neat, if a person's orderly, they tend to be that way throughout a life. And if they're not they tend not to be. I've always been pretty neat and pretty orderly and pretty uh, pretty uh, well adjusted from that standpoint. So I've, I've just, I, I, I've had a good training, mm -hmm. but I really believe that in many cases, and perhaps that's not a good example, but in many cases, people really have it or they don't have it. And that's what I'm trying to get through to an extent in the book. Yeah. I'm like trying to get thank you Mike for doing these by the way California. one of the things I'm trying to get across to people is I'm like you're not seeing something common you're seeing something completely extraordinary and it goes beyond politics so what I'm trying to get people to understand is like even if you take your leftist your average democrat voter who fucking has TDS out the ass right now okay and you put somebody in front of them and you say this person created a life for themselves of, of opulence and greatness and one of the big things that they advocated for was to abandon all forms of substance abuse. How's that a bad thing? Like, he makes a great point. He got to New York City and he's like, my competition's all drunk every night. I've said similar things on this show. Obviously, it means more coming from him. It's like, when your competition is, is if you're trying to get ahead of other people, because whether you like it or not, you're in competition. Um, your income, you're, this is the United States of America. You're competing for everything. You're competing for money. You're competing for friends. You're competing for women and husbands and everything's a competition. And it's good. That's how this country got this way. But if the people in your competition are spending a portion of their time completely inebriated and not functional, it's a huge advantage. Friday night, I went out with Rihanna Diff. Girls cut loose a little bit. Now, nothing crazy, but enough to have fun, right? Just enough to have fun and enjoy themselves. Nothing, nobody was getting carried out of any venue. We, we don't roll like that. But they had a little bit of fun, okay? Saturday morning, I had fun too, but I didn't have any alcohol, so I woke up. What's the advantage? No headache. No soreness, no achiness. I mean, my legs were sore from dancing and having fun, but the advantage is that your mind is cl crystal clear. Don't have to get worried about getting pulled over, right? No fear of that. Like to drive around at 2 a.m., dropping, you know, dropping off and dropping Tiffy off, heading back to the house. Like at no point am I like, oh my gosh, I got to be careful. I don't want to get pulled over. I don't have to worry about any of that shit, right? Zero. Like no worries. I don't care. Right? I'm sober. So you can task me. I'm just out late having fun. Dilly dances. Yes. I know this is shot. I try to fucking tell you people. <laughs> I'm more at home. If you drop me in a country line dancing place, you want to see me be awkward, drop me there. You drop me in the fucking most urban hip hop club, I will fit right like that. I'm not. I can't, the other way, I don't fit at all. I don't even have fucking clothing for that shit. I mean, I do, but I don't know how to wear that shit. <laughs> I'm just not that dude. But President Trump, man, 
rock solid. And this is what I was trying to get across, like, for all these years, is I think people really have underestimated what they were witnessing. You're witnessing a genius entrepreneur and a genuinely rock solid human being who is choosing to sacrifice his golden years to do something extraordinary, right? Like that's the part that he's, again, I don't know how, I, I think this is lost on leftists. I think they missed this. It's like, how do you not even respect your enemy or your adversary's willingness to forego a life of luxury and opulence so that they can go work a job? Like he doesn't need this, you know? I just think that that's probably still one of my favorite things about President Trump is how how impressive that that thought is and his willingness to uh, continue just to grind. So love the videos. Miguelifornia is going to keep those coming for us because they are really, really good. All right. I wanted to talk a little culture just because I wanted to break up the monotony of political discussion and news because I'll talk about some San Francisco stuff. I'm going to talk a little bit about a whistleblower against Trump. And I got to talk a little bit about poor people eating vegetables. But I first want to talk about this because this happened over the weekend. And this is a show that is based on culture. How fucking pent up does your wife have to be that you took her to the orchestra in Los Angeles, the Philharmonic Orchestra, and she has a fucking full-blown screaming orgasm during one of the portions of the concert. So loud, moaning so loud, so strongly, that the actual orchestra itself stopped playing for a moment to observe what was happening in like the third row. The vibrations of the orchestra sent this lady to the moon. Yep, yep, and allegedly TMZ has the audio of it, which I am just patiently waiting on. Yep, that's, that is one hell of a concert. I have never been to the Philharmonic concert, but I'm going to be honest with you. If I ever was offered uh, tickets, I am definitely going and I'm definitely bringing the girls because there is a, there's potential for things that you're not expecting, right? I've been to a lot of concerts. I've seen a lot of shit. I ain't never seen that. Okay, there's a lot of things you could expect that might happen at a concert. Some chick might flash her boobs. Fucking lead singer might jump into the crowd. You might get to prop up your favorite lead singer, right? You might throw a shirt off at you, huh? You might see a fisticuffs, huh? You might see some fisticuffs. You might see somebody get beat up. You might see somebody get trampled. You might see somebody overdose. You might see somebody fucking getting down on the dance floor. I'm gonna tell you what you don't see. You don't see a woman having full-blown screaming orgasms during the concert. And this, my friends, is reason number 79 why being a trombone player is super cool, okay? Don't ever let them tell you different. Yeah, some guys play guitars, some guys play drums, okay? But real men play trombone in the L.A. Philharmonic concert. Huh? There you go. There you go. Isn't that great? See? It's people helping people. <laughs> it's inspiring. <laughs> it's absolutely inspiring. Oh, uh, see, I told you. Hold on. Now in other parts of the state of California where uh, nobody was having orgasms over this, 
But I thought you guys should see this. This is fun. So the Whole Foods in San Francisco was hit with 560 calls of violence, drugs, vagrants before closing. So this is the Whole Foods that's in downtown San Francisco to uh, accommodate residents there. What previously had been a very prestigious and expensive neighborhood. Now a total third world shithole. Whole Foods had to pull out of there because of 560 phone calls to law enforcement involving violence, drugs, vagrants. And they just said, you know what? Fuck this. We're out. Okay. We're out. We're not doing this anymore. It's too much. It's not fun. Huh? It's not fun. We're not doing it. And they got the hell out of there. I can't even say that I blame them. You guys are still talking about the concert. I know. It's a good concert, apparently. That didn't happen at my concert. I want my fucking... I, I don't know what's going on. I think Ludacris and Janet Jackson need to talk to the L.A. Philharmonic uh, Orchestra about what we can make adjustments to spice things up. Just mix them together. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here to watch ladies come all over the place in the audience. Ah... <laughs> uh, that didn't happen at my concert. Chicks were just chicks were just dancing at my concert, maybe a little crying. Ooh. Uh, lame. Yeah, lame. What can I say? All right. What's this? I think I have a video. Is this a video? I have a video of something. You guys want to watch a video? I don't know what it's of. I think it's something awesome. I mean, it's got an American flag right out the gate. I can't remember what I grabbed. This could be could be a Trump campaign video. Could be I don't know what the fuck it is. Let's watch it together. Let's find out. Oh, this was good. Okay, hold on. So this is the uh, clip. Okay, now I got it. I remember what it was. This is the intro to the interview with President Donnie J and Steve Bannon. So this is just a little clip from that. Uh, obviously, the full interview is available elsewhere, but I wanted to share this because I thought it was really cool. Honored to be joined by the 45th president of the United States and soon to be the 47th president of the United States. What's going on is sick. I said, we will never have a socialist country. And I was right. We skipped that station. We went right into Marxism or communism. Unbelievable at cheating on elections. With you, I don't have to worry about saying that because, you know, if you say that on Fox, they want to cut you out. What do you think Putin is saying when every week they came up with another thing? Russia, Russia, Russia. They never blamed anything on China because they were all getting rich from China. That was my first hint that what they wanted to do is let people pour into our country from prisons, from mental institutions. It's going to be 15 million people by the end of the year. That's bigger than New York State. We want to spend, instead of $1.87 a gallon, we want to spend $9 a gallon. We want to go to all electric cars. And we're playing right into the hands of China because they have all of the minerals, all of the everything all to the make batteries. the batteries. Battery. Are they bad people or are they stupid? They can only be two things. They can only be people that want to destroy our country or they're stupid people. Do you think they're stupid people? Uh, I think actually they can't be because they cheat so well. They use COVID to cheat with all these mail-in ballots. We didn't lose. It was a rigged election. And now you're under assault from... Everywhere. Total assault. Total assault. Because we're winning in the poll. Can you turn this around? I can turn it around so fast because all these countries are ripping us off. I could get Ukraine and Russia settled in 24 hours. And if we lose the dollar as a standard, as the as the standard, uh, that will be worse than losing a big war. If we win the election, we can turn this country around and make it really, really great again. 
will it be close in, in Iowa? And I said, it's not going to be close enough that, you know, what China did to the farmers, they tried to put them out of business because of me, because I was saying, this is what we're doing with the tariffs. The, the farmers were so unbelievable the way they stuck with me. If you knew what was going to happen to your personal life, of the relentless assault, the legal, they're trying to put you into bankruptcy, trying to put your children into bankruptcy, attacks on your family, your business, your friends. If you knew standing at the top of that escalator, would you have even done it then? All I want to do is make America great again. You know, when you think about it, make America great, America first. Why are people so opposed to that? I think we're going to win in 24, and I think it'll be the biggest thing ever to happen for our country because we're going to turn it around and we're going to make America great again. Very cool. Looks like it's going to be a good interview. Um, I didn't watch it, but it was apparently it was over the weekend. I I have a hard time with certain people. He's one of them. Bannon, that is. I don't dislike him. I just have a hard time listening to him. I'm sure people feel the exact same way about me. So I'm just like, eh, sometimes uh, some stuff I'm like, eh, and then other things I see and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what a weird opinion to. Yeah. You guys like that interview? Was it a good interview? Did you guys enjoy it? I heard it was really good. I heard it was a really good interview, and I actually like Bannon's interviewing style. I think it's good. So my only problem is with him, I run into you're you're bumping along, you're listening to him, and then all of a sudden he's got a really bad opinion of something that I'm like, what? And it's usually usually geared towards President Trump, and that's where he pisses me off. That's usually what happens is he'll he's going along, and then all of a sudden he's like, Bump, and I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, uh, by the way, you guys can put your uh, minds at ease. Marjorie Taylor Greene officially endorsing President Donald J. Trump this morning on Twitter. So that's done. Uh, Team DeSantis, Team Meatball, thought they were going to get the MTG endorsement. There was rumors that they thought there might be something. I don't know why, but uh, Team Meatball continues to get pretty much bodied uh, in the endorsement game by everybody. Like, nobody wants to be a part of what he's trying to do. So... Marjorie Taylor Greene came out, said what she had to say, and uh, awkward. Now, I'm not going to lie. I think she should have been one of the first to the party. I think it was a little sad that she waited six months into the campaign. Really, bro? He declared in November. You waited till fucking May 1st? I mean, we appreciate it. Appreciate the endorsement. Six months, though? Six months? Okay. All right. Like, if I noticed, I know he noticed. Like, if if we all noticed it took her six months, then I'm sure he noticed. It's okay. She can stay a congresswoman. Just please save any speculation that she's a VP person. Get that the fuck away from me. Um, <laughs> no. Not now, not ever. No. No, 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 no. Not unless you want to drop in the polls. She can do her thing in the future. I believe she could be something else, but not right now and sure as fuck not with him. So just my opinion, okay? Just don't even come at me with that shit. I'm not a person that's like, uh, uh, I don't fall in love with cult of personality type people. Like, show me something. So... I think she's good. Do not. I would not fucking co-sign that at all. No way. 
No, we've got plenty of other people that I think are a much better fit uh, for him and that I feel a little bit more comfortable, expo- you know, ex- ex- sort of as an option. Just saying. You know, what's really funny, too, is that Team DeSantis people still think that Rod is being considered for the VP job. <laughs> what? You're fucking dreaming, dude. He doesn't want anything to do with your shitty candidate. They are literally now selling this as the reason that Trump people shouldn't attack DeSantis is that they still believe that Trump is courting DeSantis as VP. Literally, I don't know what to say to the cruise crew. They've lost their fucking marbles, honestly. The cruise crew has completely lost their marbles. I don't know what in God's name gave you the impression that you could double-cross Donald Trump and betray him and then hire a bunch of astroturfing dickheads to slander him 24-7 for six months straight and you think that that would still result in your candidate being considered? I'm going to say a bold statement right now, okay? There's a fucking better chance that I'm the VP than Ron fucking DeSantis, okay? Like, you might as well, you might as well just put Dilly for VP because there's a better chance that I would get selected for that job over that fucking dipshit, okay? At least I'm loyal, all right? And I understand the vision for saving America and make America great again. There is zero fucking chance. Zero. Zero. None. My speculation is that damn near nobody from the previous administration nor any of these backstabbing dorks are even in any kind of consideration for future jobs. I want a fresh perspective. I want people from outside the beltway. I want people who never worked in government, who are fucking gangster fucking uh, private sector business people. That's who you, you need shrewd, mean motherfucking businessmen and women working in this administration. This next one needs to move like a business, not like a fucking government. You could save that shit with the Flynn talk too, by the way. You could just save that shit. Save it. I don't fucking see that either. I don't know even where... Where did that rumor even start? Since everybody insists on repeating back this same rumor, I actually... I'm curious. I'm not going to be an asshole. I want to know. So somebody in my chat says, Trump told Flynn to stay healthy because it's coming. Who the fuck is spreading that rumor? Who is spreading the rumor that Donald Trump told General Flynn to stay healthy because he needs him in the future for a job? Who... Where did this start? Like, literally, where did that start? There is zero fucking truth to him being considered for any official job. Any. None. Zero. But where did it start? Who said it? You writing it's true doesn't mean shit to me. I want to know exactly where it came from. You heard it in one of his rallies. Are we doing the thing where we take stuff out of context and we assume it means one thing? He said stay healthy. Wait, so stay healthy somehow... People have decided that stay healthy means that he's going to give him a job. I'm asking about the... No, I'm not asking about him saying it. I know he said stay healthy. I want to know where did it get... Where did this start where it was... It meant that he was going to give him a job. Did that... Was that clarified? So, listen, I know we... I know we all agree. I heard Trump say the same thing, which is stay healthy. Okay, so all Trump ever said was stay healthy. 
That was the implication. I don't want to know what the implication was. He said, stay healthy. I saw that part. I'm cool. Nope. No thanks. No thanks. No fucking thanks. Nope. Fucking nope. Nope. Zero for me. Ever. Not now. Not tomorrow. Not ne- next week. Not in a fucking year. No. Do I think he's a good guy? Yes. Do I want him anywhere near the next administration? Fuck no. 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 No, no, no. Nope. Stay healthy? This is really what you guys think? You think stay healthy means I'm going to give you a job? (laughs) Fucking hardcore pass. I'm good. Nope. I'm not explaining it. I'll let my chat explain this. If you haven't been watching the show long enough to know why I would not co-sign something like that, if if you don't know why I would never agree to something like that or support it, then you haven't been watching long enough. Just go watch. I'm not, I'm not going to explain it again. I heard stay healthy and we're going to need you in a year and a half. At no point did I think that that meant a job though. I thought he was asking for his fucking vote. Am I missing something? Doesn't that, to me, it just sounds like a guy's like, hey, we're going to need you in a year and a half. Like, I don't understand. I'm not please explaining shit. You, know, you can ask me 50 fucking times. I'm not going to explain it. If you weren't here the last two years, I don't owe you an explanation for some shit you missed. I explained this repeatedly the last two years. I'm cool, man. I'm sorry. I'll judge the fuck out of you on associations. And so I can like General Flynn the man, and I can dislike almost every fucking association he has made the last two years. I'm cool. Nope. I'm good. No, thanks. You guys can be on that shit. I'm out. I'm out. There's a reason I bailed on that shit two fucking years ago. I was like, yeah, I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm cool. I saw too much. I saw too much behind the scenes. I saw too much. I talked to too many people at too many fucking levels that were right next to him. I'm good, bro. Nope. No, thank you. I'm just fucking. There's no there. You couldn't fucking pay me to endorse that shit. Not a chance. And I and I believe he's a good man, not dragging his character at all. Good man, but fuck no. Nope. You, can you imagine taking in, that's like, and, and this is, whether it's fair or not, you're, of all people to bring from the previous administration, what in God's name would that name add, why, why would you bring that name anywhere near your fucking cabinet? Now everybody's doubling down on he said it. I know he said stay healthy. <sighs> You guys are killing me. You guys, don't, I, I don't know, man. I, I try to teach discernment around here. And there's certain people that it's okay for you to look at somebody and go, okay, I like what you say. I can't say that I, I've ever watched or listened to General Flynn and said, wow, I don't like what he's saying. I can't even say that. That's never happened to me. I agree probably with 99% of what comes out of his mouth. I like what he says. I'm like, oh, I like that. I like that. I agree with that. But that's only one aspect of, of unfortunately judging somebody as a whole for a potential job. I don't like that he's a lifelong Democrat. He woke up in 2016 and decided that's when he became a Republican. You didn't know that Democrats were corrupt the 30 years before that. So again, I don't want to be a dick, but okay, that was one where I was like, huh. Then I watched the behavior of those around you. I'm cool. I'm out. I'm out. I saw the way that they, they behaved. I saw the behavior firsthand. Firsthand, I saw the behavior after President Trump was removed from office. 
I had to nuke somebody. I'm not going to say fucking names, but I had to nuke somebody right out of my chat that shares the... I mean, are you kidding me? I'm good, dude. Nope. Hell no. I hope somebody listens to me on this one. Fuck no. No. You want to have a consultant? Fine. You want to have somebody on the periphery? Fine. I wouldn't let that dude within a fucking hundred yards of the Capitol building. No way. Go run for fucking Congress in Florida, dude. No way. I saw that shit at too close of a level. Nope. Him, his associations are garbage. I don't know what to tell you. I'll judge your ass by the associations you keep, and he keeps fucked up associations. So people can be mad at me about it. Like I said, I can't say a, a one. I can't say one negative thing about his character or his opinions or his, his current politics. The only thing I can tell you is I don't like anybody he's associated with. <laughs> nope. Nope. Trump is not a lifelong Democrat. That's not true. He went back and forth between the parties. I think he even was an independent for a little while. He was a registered Democrat for a while, though. Yep. Yep. There's a bunch of people that don't know their ass from a hole in the ground that I, I understand. I'm deliberately being I'm deliberately being a little bit um, cagey with this fucking opinion for a reason. But I, I assure you, it's not on speculation. It's based on my actual experiences directly. And I'm telling you, fuck no. Nope. You think he would get the... Why would he get a national security job? I don't even think he can actually pass that fucking background check anymore. No retreads. None. You want to talk about too much hair on that dog? Dude, his, his business partner is in jail right now. I'm not telling you anything. I've already told these stories. Like, this is stuff I addressed two years ago. You could go watch my shows from two years ago. I fucking told you. Like, I had a falling out with everybody associated with him specifically because of how they spoke and what they wrote publicly about Donald Trump. I nuked all of these fuckers from my world. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I had... I'm good. I'm fucking... I don't want anybody near Trump that was there the first time. Because I don't trust him. So, and like I said, I like his character. I think he's a good guy. I don't have anything derogatory to say about him or his lovely wife. I think they're great people. But I'm not, I don't want him anywhere near this next Trump administration at all. Nope. Go write another book, dude. Keep giving speaking tours. Keep doing all your stuff. You're making, I think you're making a very positive impact that way. That's my opinion. Everybody forgets. It's like you guys wiped your minds clean of 2021. Am I the only one? that doesn't remember 2021? You want me to be a fucking asshole? Do I have to be the one that reminds all of you that in 2021, Flynn went against many of Donald Trump's picks uh, for for different various jobs around the country, endorsements? He was, he was actively campaigning against Trump's endorsements. And he got his fucking ass handed to him. Am I the, do I have to be the guy that has to go down memory lane? It was fucking a year and a half ago. I have to be the guy that's like, yeah, the guy that was literally endorsing people against this guy's fucking candidates. You don't have a problem with that? I got all kinds. Of, I, could, I could start going into some serious personal shit. I'm not going to, but we'll start there. Fucking hard pass. Nope. Give me a fucking break. Nope. You just keep your ass over there with Clay Clark. I don't fuck with him either. You guys can go fuck with that guy. You can go, you know what? Clay Clark, you, you give him $1,000. He'll let you sit in a fucking green room next to General Flynn for a few minutes. You can talk to him. You guys can go do that shit. Am I the only one that remembers 
them in 2021 telling everybody that Trump was going to be put back in office. You guys remember this, right? Like, there's lots of video and audio of it. And I lost, what, 50% of my fan base because I was the stick in the mud telling them there was zero fucking chance that Donald Trump was coming back before 24. Remember this? Do I have to be the fucking asshole that reminds everybody that this guy literally went out and made money off of propagating a fantasy that he knew wasn't true? And then I lost shitloads of friends and business because of it? Like, we can't hold people accountable? To me, it's just, look, dude, it doesn't mean you're a bad guy, but I don't trust you. I don't trust him. I'll tell you flat out, I do not fucking trust him. That was all summer 21. All summer 21, me fighting with Trump supporters who every time I would argue with them with logic and rational thought, they would counter me with, but General Flynn said at this fucking stupid-ass Clay Clark event, where I paid $1,000 to sit in the fucking VIP room with them, he told me, insert bullshit thing here. Really? This is an awkward subject to get bogged down on. I never thought I'd have to revisit it again. I thought it was kind of like, done. I just, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't want anybody who's coming from a position of weakness to be near Trump. You understand? Like, the problem with people who are coming from a position of weakness, whether it's economic or otherwise, is that they're right out the gate, they're leveraged. I want people that are rock solid in their foundation as individuals, meaning they know who they are, they're financially com- comfortable and set, they're not leveraged by anybody, and that doesn't mean they have to be rich, but I just don't want them to be, I don't want their livelihood to be predicated on whether or not they're able to work for Trump. This is one of the most critical elements to anything in the future involving him is what does the person have to gain by working with me and what do they have to lose if they don't work with me? Because I don't like, I don't want any of those kind of people. I I think he's a bad businessman and I think bad businessmen get that way because they make poor decisions and don't learn. And if you do learn, you lose the moniker of bad businessmen by the time you're in your 50s and 60s like Flynn because you start to make better adjustments and, you, and your circle gets better and tighter. The fact that those adjustments haven't been made at least as of recently as a year ago or even right now means I don't want, no, 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 nope. You cannot let any more leveraged people near Trump because that's how they were able to uh, stifle so much of what he wanted to accomplish is it was the weakness of the people around him identifying, oh, this guy drinks too much and he does this. Oh, this guy cheats on his wife. Oh, this guy, he fucking has this issue. This woman has this issue. And one by one, it just bludgeoned the uh, agenda because they were able to remove a lot of those loyalists who had issues and you replaced them with like total rhinos. You got to keep all these people away from you. These cancerous fucks got to stay the fuck away from him. He needs businessmen and women. He needs patriotic businessmen and women who are impervious to influence. It's possible. I'm, I'm a person like that. Now, the problem with me is I'm psychologically unemployable, so I couldn't go work for Trump. Like, I can't. I can't. I, I'm a fucking wild card, right? And I don't think I'd be very good at it. But you need people who are impervious to that type of influence, where they're like, you throw 10 million and you go, ah, I'm not selling my soul, sorry. Or they go, oh, what's this? And you go, it's nothing. You know, you need people with no, no skeletons. It's possible. Human beings live with no skeletons. 
Not everybody does drugs and alcohol and has these crazy events or arrest records or weird fucking shit. You understand? You want people that are like completely, honestly, there are people in my chat who I know personally, business people, that would be better members serving in a cabinet for Trump than people we all know about. I I literally mean that. There are people who are financially super successful who have built lives that are that are on granite who couldn't be fucking moved and that's who you need you need people like that because i got news for you the job inside of government you don't need experts okay government is a joke it's not a difficult job if you've succeeded in the private industry walking into a government job is like fucking going back to kindergarten okay it's literally going back to, to kindergarten. So you can take anybody who's competent and successful and turn them into a really, really effective government official during a uh, administration. That's it. I would never work the job as press secretary. You guys are crazy. We already discussed this too. Don't even give me any job that has the name secretary. I don't want a job. I, can't, <laughs> I don't want a job. I don't need a job. I have a business. I'm cool. I never want to be job employee dilly. I'll never be that. Consultant, maybe. That's different. But I would never take insert secretary of anything job. I don't work well in fucking sandboxes with retards. And that's all government is. I don't have the patience to talk to people every day that are fucking retarded. So I couldn't talk to the press every day. It would be awful. Yeah, I would last. I would. I would be out faster than that fucking that one dipshit he had in there that was there for a day. Remember that? That fucking psychopath. I wouldn't make it. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a job guy, dude. I'm a businessman. I like doing my shit myself. Um, I can do things in some capacity. I can consult for sure. What's nice is when you stand outside of certain venues, it allows you to like, I like having that vantage point. I don't like being in the, in that bullshit. Once you get into the bullshit, it alters your mind. I like staying right on the periphery and giving solid advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like being just right around that periphery because it allows you to see you don't want to be inside that room all the time because then the personalities and friendships will start to maybe sway or alter your opinions. I'm the guy that shows up once a month and goes, this fucking guy sucks. She's not doing her job. I heard about what you did. And then you walk the fuck out. Like, that's probably the most effective job that somebody like me could ever have in a campaign or even in an administration is showing up periodically just to fucking audit the shit out of everybody's job. Go, what the fuck you been doing? And I'd talk to him like that because I'm not an employee. I'm not a government official. I just show up and go, what the fuck are you doing? I see the way you're handling the press. I see the fucking things you're saying. What's this story right here? What is that? That would be me. And then I'd leave. Like, I'd go in for the day. I'd fucking boom, 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 boom. And I'd fly the fuck out. And nobody would have my cell phone number. They can all fuck off. Only one guy gets it. He fucking, he's one guy. And he calls. He goes, Brennan, what's your thoughts? And I say, this is my thoughts. On this one, this one, this one, and that one, and this one. And that's my opinion, sir. Yep, I'll see you next month. Click. That's where you use somebody like me. Because I can read stuff really quick. Like, I can read the room. I can read people really fast. You don't want me spending too much time with them. I'll start pissing everybody off. Like, I'm not that guy. I'm not like your team builder that's like, oh, I'm here for six weeks and we're going to get along great. Like, fuck no. You want me popping in, say some hard shit, some truth, fix this, 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 and this, or I'm out. Come back next week. Okay, this is your last fucking warning. I'm out. Come back in three weeks. All right, you're fucking fired. That's what I would do.
but I can't do anything else. <laughs> I'm not the guy. I just don't have the patience. Like, I'm too used to calling my own shot and doing my own thing. So, it's, But it's what needs to be done. You need it at every level of government, frankly. You need it at every level of government. You need people that are moving at a pace that is... You're only going to have four years to fix this thing. So the pace is going to have to be frenetic, like crazy fast. And it's going to have to be every level. It's you got to go into all the law enforcement, the FBI, you got to go in the DOJ and you got to just start cleaning people. That, you got to go, <coughs> you got to get in. You got to read that shit quick. Where are you at on this? What's your thought on this? How do you deal with this situation? What would you say to this? And then as soon as they start giving you wrong answers, you go, thank you. And then you give a list, get rid of all these fucking people. It's got to be really quick. It's got to be one of those things where you're not patient. I, I think it's one of those things where you start terminating people wholesale as fast as you fucking possibly can. It's my opinion. And I wouldn't wait. I, wouldn't, I don't want to hear their sob stories. I don't care how close you are to retirement. I don't give a fuck uh, what milk toast, bath water, fucking lukewarm bath water position you've taken in the past. I don't want any part of it. Just gone. Gone. You're out. You're gone. Now, will they do it? I don't know. I don't know. But now we're off subject. I wanted to finish on a, on a, a sweet-ass meme. Just because I think it's a great way to finish the day. But uh, this is a throwback meme from Lauren Eve in California. I think you guys like it. That's a good one. I like that one. I like it. All right. I actually did have a couple of, a couple of quick subjects. So remember that fucking nerd from Truth Social that tried to like quit and like he called himself a whistleblower, but like he was blowing no whistles. There was nothing illegal happening. It was just horse shit and it didn't go anywhere. He, uh, he makes 16 bucks an hour at Starbucks. So he went from being an executive over at Truth Social and then he turned over a bunch of benign nothing documents because he thought he was going to take Trump down and it turned out that there was no there there and now he makes frappes. Yeah, he makes frappes now. Isn't that great? And then the last thing I want to talk about, Randy, is Randy near me? The wife is near me. You are near me. Hi. Hello. I had a comment on something that you might think is funny. Yes. So we're going to move on this last story of the day. Hundreds of scientists blast zealots pushing plant-based diets. I'm sorry, say that word again. Zealots? Zealots? That are you serious? How do you say it, Randy? No, you're you're good, Brendan. Zealots was really good. Say it how would you say it, babe? Zealots. How do you say it? I, I definitely say zealots. I don't know how to say that word. I've never used it before. <laughs> That's people that are like overzealous, right? Okay, so say that word you just said again. Overzealous? Now say this word. Zealots? There you go. So it's the same thing. <laughs> I was like close. It's basically the same thing. You're busting my balls over a fucking long I'm A? I'm sorry, I'm so distracted. Or a long E? <laughs> You're busting my balls over a long E? Like it's just I, the 
Yeah, it was a surprise. Zealots, zealots. What else? Who gives a fuck? It's a word I'd never use. I think it's kind of a it's it's kind of a gay ass word. But it means overzealous, right? It's the same shit. Just somebody who's always overzealous. Yeah, is my mic on? Do you want me to talk in the mic? I don't know. Say something. Something. Yeah, your mic's on. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll fu- I fuck up words constantly, Randy. But this one, and I, I wanted to let you guys know. You meat-eating zealots. Yes. No. Plant-based diets are for poor people. Not just poor people. I want to rephrase this. Eating only vegetables are is for peasants. So the next time you're considering going to just vegetables, just know you're a peasant. <laughs> okay? I'm letting you know like the, the God honest truth. What is it that you call starches, Brendan? I don't know. What did I call it yesterday, Randy? I, I say so much shit. What did I say, babe? Poor people food? Yeah, poor people food. But listen to me. Let me explain, okay? And I have thousands of years of human history to back me up, and you have some cunt down at Trader Joe's, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what me here. Let me tell you what foods signify what your status is as a human. Okay. Meats, cheeses, (laughs) vegetables, fresh vegetables, and fruit mean that you are a person of substance. Okay. You've got your meats. You got your cheeses. You've got your fresh vegetables and fruits. And you enjoy them, perhaps with wine, perhaps not. But you have a whole meal of food. Let me tell you what foods mean you're poor. And it doesn't even mean you're financially poor. You could just be poor in your brain. If you eat tons of fucking noodles, starches that are just filler, starches are poverty food, okay? It's not really good for you. Most of those, now it doesn't mean you can't have them occasionally, but if you're eating a diet predominantly heavy in starches, you're not actually eating food. You're eating filler. Through all of history, nobody ever sat down to a bowl of fucking Kraft mac and cheese and was like, my God, luxury. And that's coming from somebody who loves Kraft mac and cheese. But it doesn't matter what century I drop you in, If you suggest to your hosts of that century, you would like some fucking meat, cheeses, and fresh vegetables and fruit, they will assume you're a person of substance. But if you sit down and you're like, dude, do you got any Kraft Mac and cheese and maybe some fucking snap peas? They're going to probably hang you or at least make you go work with other slaves. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Well, actually, the the, the one uh, point in history where that actually is not true is the Middle Ages because the wealthy... How, how did that go, by the way, exactly. the Middle Ages? The wealthy yeah. people ate bread and they considered root vegetables and stuff to be dirty. Right. How, how did the Middle Ages go, though, Oh, Randy? yeah, we know how that, that went. It wasn't really... So, remember, <laughs> everybody, the only time in human history where we, we uh, actually fucking allowed ourselves to believe that eating shitty starches was a good thing was one of the worst times in human history. Next, they're going to try to get you guys to eat bugs and try to convince you that you are somehow progressive and smart for eating bugs. 
Well, you see, the human body is a uh, can't. There's too many carcinogens inside of your red meat, and so you gotta lay off the red meat. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You know what red meat does to me? It gives me a giant fucking hard boner that I can <laughs> that I can fuck the shit out of my wife with, and it makes me it makes me feel like a goddamn Zeus the next day after I eat a huge porterhouse the night before, and I can go fucking dig a hole that needs to be dug with my bare fucking hands. That's what that's what the steak did to me. Okay. Now, I don't know so, a fucking... I don't remember snacking on crickets and being like, God damn, I want to fuck. Like, that didn't happen. I don't eat bugs and then go trench out a fucking hole or save somebody on the street, all right? I'm not... No, no police officer is eating tofu and then running into a hail of fucking gunfire. It just... It's not happening. If you eat tofu before your job as a police officer, as soon as someone starts shooting, you're going to crouch down and plug your ears. And start crying. So, porterhouse for dinner tonight? Yes. People got to get away from this shit. Say no to all of these cunts, okay? Say no to bugs. Say no to cheap food. They're trying to get you to eat shit that's not actually food. Because they don't want to tell you that they're trying to kill you, okay? Eat your fucking meat. Eat your vegetables with your meat. Eat your healthy fruits for sugars and stop eating bullshit refined carbohydrates and starchy garbage, okay? Well, they want humans to be little worker ants, so they want to feed you something that's cheaper and easier and People keep dropping that. Can I also say something else? Everybody's so obsessed with the mRNA DNA bullshit, they keep mentioning it and everything. They're like, it's in the meat now. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Do you know what's been in your meat for 30 years? (laughs) Like, I'm just saying, like, dude, you can't be scared of everything. And you sure shit better not let them intimidate you into not fucking eating meat. Like if you are like, ah, I'm trying to avoid the jab. So now I eat fucking carrots. Like you're an idiot. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Grow your own fucking meat then, genius. All I'm telling you is if you let them intimidate you off of meat based on some shit they may or may not be putting in the fucking meat, then I can't help you. Just go eat your carrots and your fucking mac and cheese and... We you won't ask you the, for help in the war. The best thing that this could do is like everything that's happening lately keeps pushing us back towards local community, right? The yes. best thing they could do is push your meat back towards a local co-op because that's your healthiest meat anyway is to get it processed from your local farmer. Well, and you get the healthiest of meat, Randy. I sure do, Brendan. <laughs> I'm just telling you, <laughs> you got to go local and quit being scared of like... Um, they already load your meat up and all your foods with everything. Just start getting better and better about how you're sourcing your food. But I'm trying to be a little more generic on all this, okay? By generic, me, I'm saying reject the idea of eating bugs. You're not in India. They want to eat fucking bugs over there. Let them eat bugs, okay? This ain't fucking Africa. This is the United States of America. We don't eat bugs, and we sure as fuck don't eat plant-based diets, Okay. You just don't. And if you do, enjoy your brain slowly rotting away as you can't perform in bed with your old lady and you can't dig a hole anymore. And you're probably going to have weird skin tone and you'll smell funny. Like, enjoy. Just go ahead and do that shit. You'll smell funny. Just go ahead and do that. But I, I just, I think this debate over meats and stuff, it's like, dude. Like, everyone forgot. You know how vegans always have that weird glazed over look in their eyes? Like, and they're all, like, really sickly thin. Like, oh, it's such a great diet. It's so good for you. Randy, quick. If, if I was to say to you, name the most universally accepted um, decadent dinner. Quick, what are the two foods? They go together. Steak and potatoes. No, steak and lobster. Steak and lobster. Steak and lobster. As soon as you say... 
You go, how are you celebrating? Steak and lobster. Surf and turf. Surf and turf. Steak and lobster. Oh, what are you getting? A big fucking steak. Giant fucking lobster tail. Right? Steak and lobster. Steak and lobster. What are you getting? Steak and lobster. Which is funny because... Does anybody fucking say steamed carrots and tofu? No. Nobody would say that unless they're <laughs> poor. And you're poor. You're celebrating something that nobody cares about. Like, oh, hey, fucking dude. I just got a dollar raise down at the fucking... Aren't local, lobsters local technically bugs from the ocean? Oh, give me a fucking break. No. That's not how that works. They're not technically. Did you just use the word technically? Aren't they? No. Lobsters. <laughs> Is it a fish? Lobsters are their own thing. They're like crustaceans, right? But aren't crustaceans like ocean bugs? No, or it'd say, or it'd say bug. It's not a fucking bug. I mean, what they do, they're more like a, I think that they're more like saltwater catfish. That's adorable. Right? Okay, they're like bottom sense. feeders. Yeah, they're like bottom feeders, but no, they're not bugs. Shut up, Trevor. You don't back her up on this. <laughs> You're fucking fired. How dare you? The fucking betrayal is so real right now. Yes, I understand they're bottom feeders. Yes, we agree. But they're not actually a bug. No, that's what I'm trying to say is they're not actually a bug. The function that they serve is bug-like. Yes. Okay. Trev says they're arthropods. Yes, we all agree on this. <laughs> Trev, okay. God damn it. I swear to God, you're killing me. Bugs don't yield real meat, okay? They're not bugs. They're, they're fit. Do you think bugs don't yield real meat? Yeah, they're not. Oh, that's you amazing. You're not eating a fucking... A, a bumblebee for protein? Are you kidding me? This is true. Because they have the whole tail full of meat. And the claws. The meaty claws. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're not bottom feeders. I'm just saying that it's fucking meat. Okay? Jeez. You guys are killing me right now. Sorry. They're like, technically she's right. Like, she no, technically she's here. not. <laughs> because they're not... My, my whole point is they're not bugs. They're not actually a bug. Like... Well, and you know how, like, it's the all-American male loves to grill his meat, right? That's like your guys' thing. It's like this whole ritual, like, I'm going to mow my grass. You know what my ritual is? That's not my ritual. My ritual is watching somebody else grill my meat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Dude, I'm not that big of a guy. I'm not into that. You know what I like? I like watching it. I like fucking watching Hogman do it. Yeah, no, I think we all like watching Hogman do it because, like yeah, he, he, said, does, he, he has his whole setup with like the gloves. Well, he's professional. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to like fuck it up. Like I can't compete with that. He's like a pro. No, but listen, my point is just like it's a pretty universal appeal for men. Men love to grill their meat and yes. barbecue and shit. Yeah. I can't imagine them doing that with bugs. Like no, like that's the thing. Like like neighborhood dads like to grill burgers well, and watch each other grill and the shit. The whole point of my rant though, Ria, was more that. They're trying to get you to accept a lower and lower standard of living, including with your food. Exactly. That's the whole point of what I'm trying to illustrate here. Is yes. like being a vegan doesn't mean you're woke. It means you're poor. Yes. And stupid. <laughs> so if you're poor and stupid, then just eat fucking shit that eventually will rot your brain out. Vegans don't get to eat fish, right, Randy? Am I getting that no, right? That's a pescatarian. Wait, what? Vegans don't eat fish. No. Okay, that's why I thought. Pescatarians eat fish. So vegan means you don't eat anything from dairy, no meat of any kind, right? No, absolutely no animal products or byproducts. Okay, so those are the psychopaths. Yeah, because I'm not talking about the ones. I know there's people who go, I don't eat like chicken or beef, but I eat fish. And I don't have a problem with that either. That's pescatarian. Right, but that'll make you smart. Like eating fish extends your life. Go look at all those islanders that look fucking phenomenal at 75 years old. Right? Yes. Veganism is fucking stupid. Yes. Like right out the gate. Just dumb. It doesn't work. Unless you're trying to shorten your life. 
I love just fucking with everybody. They're like, dude, fuck you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> and I don't care. I don't care. This is my fucking revenge for your complaining about rap music, you fucking boomers. I'm just going to make and fun of your food pants. now. Like, I'm like, here you go. Pants alone. Here you go. Yeah, this is for everybody with a nose ring, yoga pants, and who likes rap music. <laughs> I'm just going to just bury you under the weight of this. Like, just fucking meh, 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 meh. Got to have fun with it. But no, seriously, keep eating fucking meat. Get, put that food on the table. Meat, vegetables, fucking fresh fruits, cheeses. Enjoy your life, okay? <laughs> That's fucking it. Don't let anybody change your mind on this. Don't read any studies or some new fucking gay-ass Wait. stupid diet about how to eat crickets with fucking asparagus. Ugh. It's going to add seven years to your life. Wait, there, question though. Isn't yellow cheese not good for you, but white cheese is okay? Everything in moderation. Okay. Yellow cheese excessively is not good for you. Any any cheese, frankly, is not good for you in excess. Black cheese. Well, that, we're not really even talking about, like, we're not talking about, like, the sad thing is, is that if you put any American on any diet you want, like, when it comes to meats and cheeses, like, you go, oh, eliminate the cheeses. Like, no, dude. Just don't be a fat fuck. Like, if you just drop your caloric intake down and then the food you do eat is whole foods, wholesome foods, you'll be fine. The problem is, oh, I ate a block of cheddar cheese <laughs> and I have colon cancer. It's like, well, dude, where did you think it was going to go? Right? Like, that's where how Americans are. They're so, like, this is where they've got as a country when it comes to food. They're like, oh, red meat will fucking give you cancer. It's like, yeah, dumb fuck. If you're eating it every day, like, you do things in moderation. You have a little ground beef, lean ground beef. You have some ground, ground turkey on another different day. You got fish a couple days a week. You get a steak biweekly. Fucking, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Get a little cheese. You sprinkle the cheese. You don't fucking, you're not that block of cheese loser that's just like, ah, oh. <laughs> like you're going to have a problem. <laughs> what? Nobody wants to hear moderation. That's the word they're like, no. Just Let me know what I can eat excessively that won't kill me faster than the other foods. It's like, dude. You sprinkle the cheese. Fucking rice cakes, you assholes. There, eat 50 of them. You'll be fine. No rice or, or fucking celery. There, go ahead, go go. Just knock yourself out with the celery. <laughs> You'll blow huge loads. Fucking won't kill you. You'll be fine. All right, wait, I gotta what? go pick up my kid. We're we're running late, Randy. So, but wait, hold. Celery makes you come. It increases the volume of your seminal fucking. Wow. Turns you into Peter North. A gallon of water plus uh, some celery. Two celery stalks a day. Good night. You paint the walls. Oh, my God, Brendan. <laughs> what? I like to give just, hey, this is a fucking, this is just a helpful show. It's all about helping people. I don't know what your goals are in life. I'm just trying to help you fucking whatever you want, man. You fucking, that's fine. You don't want to do that? Then don't eat the celery. Drink less water. For those of you who want to paint the walls. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you wanted, if you were trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, some people are into that. So, celery with the porterhouse for dinner. Yeah, you want, you want, exactly. You want tons of water. You want a stock of celery, at least three to four celery stocks a week. Good night. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be good. All right, we're done. Does it make it taste weird? I, I bet you throw in some pineapple on it. You'd be fine. <laughs> fine. Get a little citrus in there. You'll be fine. It's not going to be a problem. All right. You get enough water in there. It dilutes everything. You'll be fine. People appreciate that last piece of advice, by the way. I all show long waiting for that last moment of good advice. That was a gem. There you go. All right, guys. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley. That's my beautiful wife, Randy. 
And I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. I'll see you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.